we are really nothing on our own. We need one another. And these relationships are so important. And I think it's interesting how so much in business these days, it's so much about just business and just keep it like get the data, get the, this. It takes the emotion out of it. And it kind of creates a selfish atmosphere where everyone's just trying to climb the ladder, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> On their own. Like you want to climb the ladder. Then make sure you have a ladder. Your ladder is stable and secure and has an amazing foundation. Don't climb the wrong ladder. You're going to fall. You're going to get hurt. Excuse me. Who are you? Perhaps you didn't realize it, but I'm talking here. You know, I interviewed my first book, this, this book right here, which was, you know, all about Little Giant. And the things I learned, the leadership principles uh, and the strategies I learned from my dad, which were amazing. Um, I interviewed about 40 people for this book and one employee, ex-employee that um, he's retired now in logistics, he said something to me, which kind of blew my mind. He goes, I knew your dad loved me so much. And because he loved me and showed that love to me, he goes, I wanted to work extra hard for him because I didn't want to disappoint him. And I thought, holy cow, that, so Halloween was such, so good to his people and loved them and helped them and served them and helped them grow that they wanted to not disappoint him. And so they worked extra hard for him. And he was a big, huge success because he had all these wonderful people that he was building, but yet then they were helping him build the company, you know? So it just came full circle and, and then, and they were growing as well, you know, they were learning things. And so it's amazing how that works, you know, where, um, here was my dad helping people, giving them opportunities to work for him. Some of them that couldn't get jobs anywhere else and they were growing as humans and they realized this guy loves me and I'm going to work my rear end off for him. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. we're really, we're not meant to go at this life alone. I mean, we are really nothing on our own. We need one another and these relationships are so important. And I think it's interesting how so much in business these days, it is, it, like you said, Steve, it's so much about just business and just keep it like, get the data, get the, this, the, it takes the emotion out of it. And it kind of creates a selfish atmosphere where everyone's just trying to climb the ladder, Doug, Yeah. <laughs> on their own. And, you know, you need, and that's what I said in, in one of my posts, because I won a ladder. So I was watching Ken Walls's show and Doug was talking about his new book, The Giver, and they were giving away, right? The Giver was giving away a, a ladder and I, and I won it. And I thought, you know, this has so much symbolism. Like you want to climb the ladder, then make sure you have a ladder. Your ladder is stable and secure and has an amazing foundation. Don't climb the wrong ladder. You're going to fall. You're going to get hurt. Yeah. So we need one another and we need the right people who really care. Yep. Yeah. Well, one of the great, one of the great stories I, I, I learned from my dad was just how he, he treated people. And here's a great story for you. Um, one year my dad calls me in and he says, uh, there's a gentleman, he's passed away now, worked for us for several years, but he had to be let go. And, um, my dad pulls me and he says, Hey, I had to let Lynn go today. And he looks at me and I could tell that he was sad that he had to let this employee go. And he goes, I want you to do me a favor. 
He said, you know, it's like two weeks till Christmas time. And he goes, he's not going to have a very good Christmas. He's got two or three little kids. And he says, I feel really bad about this. And he says, will you take this check over and uh, to his house? And he had it in an envelope. And he says, when wish them a, very, a Merry Christmas from me and hand it to, to Lynn. This guy was like six foot six and probably weighed about 280 pounds. I'm 5'7 and weigh about 170 pounds. And I thought, this guy just got fired. I'm going to go to his house and he's going to pound me into the ground. And I only lived about five miles from him. So I said, yeah, sure, dad, I'll go ahead and give it to him. So I go over to his house. His little daughter answers the door. And is, you know, is your father home? Yes. He comes to the door and he sees me and he's got this look in his eye that he doesn't, he's not too happy to see me. And I look at him and I said, I wanted to give you this from my father. He asked me to wish you a Merry Christmas and uh, we hope you have a great Christmas. I hand it to him, he takes it and um, clip slam kind of closes the door pretty, you know, pretty abruptly and, you know, it's kind of, oh, thank you, you know, and, um, but I wonder how he felt when he, you know, opened that check, you know, opened it, that envelope and realized, wow, I just got laid off from this company. I got fired from this company and the boss cared enough about me to, you know, give me this check for 5000 or whatever it was for Christmas. And, but what I learned from that was here's my dad, you know, he, he cared about his people, even those that he had to let go. And he wanted to make sure that that they were taken care of. And I thought, wow, he's got such a big heart, you know, a giving heart. And so I was around this amazing uh, human for all of my business career and just was able to watch him and my mom. I mean, when my dad died, my mother um, didn't have a driver's license ever because she had bad eyes. And every Christmas she would call me up to her house and she would give me these little envelopes with um, widows' names and addresses on it and say, I want you to drop these off to all these widows. And there was money in there for Christmas. So I grew up with these, these amazing parents that were such givers and that were always thinking about other people and they wanted other people to have a good life, you know? And so it was just, I, I had a great uh, childhood and I, I, I just had amazing parents that just gave back. It was, it was incredible. Wow. Amazing. I just was expressing that. I think that that's amazing that you had and, you know, Doug, that you took that surrounding and you were brought up with that and you're continuing to pay it forward with what all you've learned. It's yeah. I, I think, you know, one thing I learned from my dad was that um, you have to look for opportunities to help people. They don't, these things don't just happen. Like there's, Debbie knows this story. There's, there's this incredible story in my first book, Giant Success, where um, my dad knew this lady from the bank. And I don't know to this day how he knew, but this lady at the bank, her husband worked in a in a big um, manufacturing facility, and he, there was an, this machine he was working on exploded, and sent all this shrapnel into his body, and he was in shock, and one of the pieces of the shrapnel hit him right below his knee, and almost severed off his leg at the knee. Well. What happened in this story was they had to amputate his leg. They couldn't save it. Steve's in depression. I mean, he's just in depression. He goes home. And the very day, again, how does my dad know this? The very day he goes home, he's depressed, walks into his house. The first person that calls was Hal Wing. He 
Steve, how you doing? Well, Hal, I'm afraid I won't be able to work for you. I lost my leg. I guess I'll have to go on disability. And again, here's Mr. Wing. Here's Hal Wing, his thinking, his quick thinking. He says, Steve, you can answer the phone, can you? Well, yes. Well, good. When you're ready, you come to work for me. This gentleman came to work for our company, finished out his career with our company, and you know, he, he could have easily stayed home and, and collected disability, but Hal's like, no, you're going to come work. And he grew as a person, got a prosthetic leg, had a great career. And I just, that story is incredible. How did Hal Wing know Steve was in the hospital that day? How did he know when he left the hospital? And so I think we have to really look for opportunities to help people and serve people. And if we look for them every day, we're going to be able to find people to help. And my dad had this great gift of doing that. And to this day, I still don't know how he did it, but he was incredible. Wow. First of all, that, that's another great story. I'm so glad. I'm so glad we have you as a guest. Uh, don't ever apologize for your emotions because that's what it's all about. Uh, I don't know how you can tell that story without. Right. I was getting emotional just listening to you. Right. Uh, that's such a great story. One of the things that your dad did is that that little act of kindness not only enabled this guy, Steve, to go to work for your father, but it probably set a precedence for how he related to his family and other people because somebody didn't give up give up hope on him. No, good. Yeah. Right? Someone still saw value. And that one little act of kindness can go... And we don't know. We, you know. No one knows. You know, yeah. that one little, one little spark that to, it can ignite so much optimism in a person that it it can it can just make a difference personally, professionally, every facet of their life. Yeah, I think you know. Here's something that all of us can do every day. Like today, I went into Einstein's Bagels. I go usually every morning and get two bagels, and um, I always try to hope the door open for somebody. And it really surprises a lot of people. I think that the old-fashioned manners that we used to have, we grew up, especially opening doors for women and saying hello to people, little things like that. Sometimes people are in shock. They kind of look at you like, what does this guy want? <laughs> it's almost like they're taken back by it. Like, you know, uh, why is he ta- Why is he saying hi to me? And so in this book, The Giver, the new book that I've written, it's a fiction book, which was really incredible. I met Mark Victor Hansen. And he's like, Doug, you have these amazing stories. And he says, let's write a series of books, fictional books. And he says, people are going to love this. Coming out of COVID, people need to hear about this. They need to, they need, this is going to help people, you know, feel good. And it'll help them to go out and do the same thing. And so anyway, I'm really excited about this book because the book is filled with, um, so what happens in this book is, um, the father of the company in this book ends up getting cancer and passing away. And his son's got an MBA from like an Ivy League school. And this son is just consumed with, we got to make money. We got to make profits. It's And anyway, and he's just like, he takes over the business and he finds out that his dad is this huge giver and he does all these things anonymously. And slowly but surely, this man changes from, let's just make lots of money and get wealthy and he becomes a giver the money the material things the houses all those things don't matter it's the giving right it's helping serving loving giving people opportunities 
where can they get your book? Obviously available through Amazon and through, you know, it's through Mark Victor Hansen Library, but also on dugwing.com. I also have dugwingbooks.com now where you can order both of my books, but dugwing.com has it on there and you can already place your order on it. Sounds and like a great book. It's going to be really good. I, I, you know, I, I never thought I would write books. And um, I remember the first time I started telling Jeffrey Gittimer these stories about giant success. And he looked at me one day, we were, I think I went down to North Carolina to talk to him. And he said, this book is going to be a best-selling book. And I kind of laughed. And he goes, no. And you know how Jeffrey is. He uses colorful language. And he says, no. Bless me, That's such a nice way of putting it. He said, this is going to be, um, this, I promise you, write this book. It's going to be a bestseller. And he was right, right? It was number one on Amazon. And and again, it has nothing to do with me because some of the stories in the book um, are related We've changed them with different, you know, with different people, obviously, but then other ones we just created. And so, but it's all about giving. And and because of that, the book has a chance to be very successful because the principles in it are just amazing. And we can't go wrong when we we give, you know. I was going to tell you one other story. Um, Please. My dad had to fire another guy and he, so this guy's name was Danny and he's still alive. He's such a good guy. And- I met him and I, he was wearing this suit and I said, where did you get this suit? It's really a nice suit. It looks familiar. And he goes, your dad gave me the suit. And he goes, I'm going to be buried in this suit. And, but anyway, so my, my dad, he, you know, as I was interviewing dad, he said, um, I, I deserve to be fired. And he goes, and your dad fired me. And he goes, but he goes, what was really incredible was, is your dad didn't give up on me. He goes, he kept trying to call me. I would see on caller ID um, who it was and I would ignore it. And he goes, and then one day he goes, I got a check in the mail. And he goes, and then the next month I got another check. And he goes, and then the next month I got another check. And your dad kept trying to call me. And he goes, finally, I three or four months go by, I was getting these checks. And um, I finally took your dad's call and I said, Hal, why are you and he paid checks. I haven't worked for you for four months. And he goes, Danny, he goes, that big customer you were working on, that big account came through and I'm going to pay you on this for one year. And his mind was blown away. And he goes, I couldn't be mad at your dad any longer. He was back to being one of my best friends. He goes, yeah. he didn't have to do that. And, um, and then he goes, after that, he said, your dad talked to me. He gave me the confidence to start my own business. He goes, I still have this business today. And so even in firing someone, mm-hmm. Wing remained friends, right? And continued to send him commission checks. He didn't have to do that. Right. But the right thing to do and kept working with him, kept mentoring him. And he goes, I owe it all to Hal Wing. And he goes, I tried to ignore him, but he goes, he was just too kind and I couldn't do it. So it was pretty that is a great story because that's a lesson too. Your dad didn't want to have to fire people, but a good business person can't keep a schlep. So he probably, he obviously did that guy a favor. Fire you, but I'm going to continue to mentor you so you can become what you should, you know? Yeah, that's one thing I learned too was I was pretty nice. And I, I learned quickly that uh, I remember one time I called a guy in and I said, I'm going to have to let you go. And he looked at me and he goes, what took you so long? I knew you were going to fire me a long time ago. And so the lesson there was 
when you know somebody has to be terminated, you better do it and don't wait around. And again, you can do it in a nice way and, and with yeah. a, soft, a little softer landing because, you know, you never know, um, you know, they're going to go and tell other people about, you know, the company. And, and again, we're talking about people here and um, is it going to really make a difference? You know, if you, if you gave a guy a nice little severance package, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years down the road, no. Yeah, but you know what's crazy? I thought I just thought of this, and I know we're getting close to probably wrapping up, but relationships, we don't have to think of relationships of being long-term either. So, like, even though your dad had to fire someone, you know, he also taught that person a lesson. And while he wasn't with the company any longer and they didn't have that business relationship, the lesson was learned, and your dad's input in that man's life taught a lesson so even if we're doing something kind for someone that we know we're never going to see again mm-hmm. our uh, that's a mini relationship that just happened and you're not going to continue that relationship but how it affects someone from yeah. that point forward can be life-changing yeah. well yeah and going back to steve's comment think about all the people that howling helped. now we'll never know what if those other people, all those people he helped, what if they went and started giving and helping other people throughout their lives? The impact on that is just tr- could be tremendous. We just don't know, you know. True. Doug, that, thank you for being on the show. Um, I, I, you speak so eloquently. You, uh, I'm happy. Both of your books, the new one sounds like it's going to kick ass and mm-hmm. well-deserved. Um, uh, thank well, you for being on the show, man. I, I appreciate being here. I mean, I... All I do is tell stories, you know, and I, I've, I've gone around and, and and done some speaking at businesses. And I'll tell you, I spoke at this and just kind of in closing, I spoke at this um, recycling coalition. And these there were these big burly guys there, you know, that do all this. They run these recycling facilities. And I told that story. One of the stories I told was a hospital story. I had these burly grown men like me. They were in tears. And yeah. One gentleman walked up to me afterwards and he goes, I wanted to ask you a question, but I was so choked up and I was kind of embarrassed about it. I couldn't talk. And he goes, can I ask you the questions now? And I said, yes. And so um, I, I've spoken at schools and um, the kids just eat these stories up. I mean, they love it. And so I, I, I just enjoy talking about, you know what, we can all be nicer. We can be kinder. We can build people. We can help people. We can serve people. We can love people. And we can make a difference. And, and I love talking about you know, one of the greatest men I ever met, my father. He was so good at this. And, and I want to be like him someday. But you already are. It's yeah. been great. It's been really You already great. are, and probably even then some. So, uh, yeah, Doug, you're, you're a gift. Uh, I, I so, it's so great to have you on the show. It's been an honor. I, I, it's so good to, I mean, I watch your show all the time, Steve, and I'm like, oh, it'd be kind of neat to be on his show and then I you know you, you, I got contacted and I was like this is this has really been an honor I do appreciate it I, I appreciate you saying that and again it's about relationships it's because of Bruce that you're on the show he's the one and then I you know heard all about you and now you're here yeah thank you and my I guess my my invitation for everyone that listens to this is try to find somebody every day that you can help doesn't mean you have to give them your money it can be your time a smile your talents you know just a listening ear but yeah, try, try to find somebody every day that you can help. And you know what? If you if you look for it, you're going to find it. Thank you both so much. Folks, don't forget to share this. And uh, 
we we love you all. And this was a an excellent show. And I know a lot of people got a lot from this. Debbie, thank you so much for who you are and what you do. And uh, Bruce, that'll be it. Till next time. Thank you.